Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This time on Vet Story. We think of it as the American holiday where we get together with family and friends around a table and we enjoy turkey and stuffing and the warmth of good cheer and the fellowship of our family and good company. I wanted to have the turkey and the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and you made it all sound so good. I thought they would say in," which means, you know, welcome in German. Instead, they said can't come in. Leif Erikson, the Vikings, they made it to Newfoundland, Canada in the year 1100, 1000, something like that. Right. Uh, did you say Leif Erikson? Because, as I recall, isn't he, isn't he a singer from like the seventies? That's Leif Garrett. Leif Erikson. Leif Erikson. What was, was that song he sang? <laughs> Basically, it was the beginning of the end for the indigenous populace. And I didn't think that was what I would hear on Thanksgiving. Welcome to Vet Story. I'm your host, Phil Briggs, sitting alongside my colleague and Navy veteran, Eric Dame. Hey, Phil. How you doing today? What's up, brother? I'm all right. All right. Here we are on the beginning of the holiday season, the countdown to tryptophan highs nationwide. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Eve, as I like to call it. Thanksgiving may be my favorite holiday because it's all about eating and happiness and spending time with the family and those are all things that I like. Well, clearly you like to eat, so oh, we'll get really? into that in a minute. You're mean. You're mean. Did I just fat shame you? You are mean. I, and I think I did. Oh, cold-hearted. That's hey, don't, hey don't judge a book by its cover, Eric. Yeah, but if a book is too thick, nobody's going to want to read it, Phil. <laughs> Norm MacDonald gave me that one. Thanks, ah, Norm. But um bum All right. <laughs> um, where do we begin? Thanksgiving. Uh, let's start, first of all, with the pilgrims. Should, you see, should, should we over. celebrate this holiday? Seriously, should we celebrate this holiday? This is the holiday where, basically, it was the beginning of the end for the indigenous populace of this fine Not country. Really. I mean, it was, that was well, that was going to happen one way or the other. It's just how things worked back then. It was an age of exploration where, you know, the guys who had the, uh, the guns, the germs, and the steel, they were going to move over and they were going to take over. Uh, what this holiday is about is actually the, uh, the teamwork. Uh, the pilgrims would not have survived through the harsh New England winters that I'm very familiar with had it not been for the assistance of the Native Americans. Did that come back to bite those same Native Americans in the rear end? Uh, yeah, I think you could argue that it did. But uh, it's also a big part of why we're still here. They might not have stayed here. And that would eventually become the building blocks of the United States. The United States grew out of those original colonies out there in New England. 
And it certainly wasn't a sure thing for us when we got here. I mean, oh, what no. the Jamestown goes back to the 1600s. Uh, the Vikings, and, I mean, 600 they, years before that, they made died. landfall. I mean, many of them died yeah, in the, pursuit the, of those colonies. Leif Erikson, the Vikings, they made it to Newfoundland, Canada, in the year 1100, 1000, something like that. Right. And eventually they were, uh, well, kicked out. They were decimated by both the, the, the weather the terrain and the Native Americans that live there, or the First Nations people, as they're called up in Canada. Uh, you know, it, it's it's not an easy place to live. In the modern era, it's not that difficult. Although, look, just last week where six inches of snow basically shut down New York City and made everything <laughs> stop working there. So even it, with the modern era and the technology that we have, the weather can shut down life. And back then, Man, there were no snow plows, you know? There was no heat. There right. Fireplace, that was your only heat. Problem was, you also lived in a wooden home. Fire in a wooden home, there were a lot more home fires back then, a lot of things going on. So, yeah, you know, different era. I think that's why we should celebrate the holiday. I don't think we can hold other eras to the same standards that we have today in, in any way, really. Right. Well said. Well said. That's why. I, that's why I wanted to start with that with you because I know you're a history buff. I am. Uh, but before we move on, uh, did you say Leif Erikson? Because, as I recall, isn't he, isn't he a singer from like the seventies? That's Leif Garrett. Leif Erikson. Leif Erikson. What was, was that song he sang? <laughs> The Vikings did have uh, some semi-permanent colonies in North America for a short period of time. I'm not sure exactly how long it was. But so at no point was he on the cover of Tiger Beat magazine in 1977? I'm not, saying, I'm not saying he wasn't. I can't verify that. He may have been on Tiger Beat for April uh, 1005. I don't know. Do you, you feel like we do? Peter Fountain? That's Leif Erikson, man. I'm pretty sure that's not true. Pretty sure you're wrong in a number of ways. Do you feel like we do? I'm pretty sure it's Peter Frampton. All right, screw it. It's just history. It's over. Let's uh, move on to uh, more recent history that we can all remember. And uh, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, of course, we think of it as the American holiday where we get together with family and friends around a table and we enjoy turkey and stuffing and the warmth of good cheer and the fellowship of our family and good company. Have ourselves a lot of liquor and some beers, and we enjoy each other. Uh, but it's not always the case. And certainly as veterans, we can all remember a Thanksgiving, or a holiday anyway, where we were not surrounded by the warmth of a fireplace and family and friends. We were, of course, deployed somewhere. And I got to ask, you were deployed. You've been over there in the sandbox. Um, not really. I was I up ask, in the mountains. There wasn't a lot of sand. Okay. <laughs> you, I mean, there was. You've but been it to was Afghanistan. Like, it was dusty more than sandy. What was it like Thanksgiving over there? So I remember the Thanksgiving that I spent in Masri Sharif, Afghanistan, and it was either earlier that day or the previous day. I'd been outside the wire with an Air Force crew that was training uh, the Afghan National Army's pilots to and crew, the, the Air mm. Force. Our Air Force were actually training the crew. Croatian pilots were training the pilots because they were flying old MI-17 Russian helicopters. Uh, we were outside the wire. I went with them for uh, a few of their trips where it was really interesting stuff, uh, really uh, uh, fascinating to see the interaction and to see the different things and to get shot at by the uh, the people that lived out in the mountains while we're up in the helicopters. No, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that, that was uh, Thanksgiving. I remember going to 
the American dining facility. I worked at a very international place, Camp Marmal. It was run by the Germans. There were Belgians. There were Swedes, Norwegians, all sorts of people around and a lot of different dining facilities. I typically ate at the German one. It was closer to where I worked. They had Schweinebraten and all sorts of pork stuff every day that I enjoyed. So I'd go and uh, and eat there most of the time. But on Thanksgiving, I knew I had to go to the American dining facility. They had turkey. They had yeah. stuffing. They had mashed. The Germans didn't have any of that stuff. Turkey's never on the menu in Germany, really. Well, the Germans also don't have Thanksgiving. So no, that's true. Probably. So it's not their thing. So I went over there, but... The 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 two things that I remember are one, my German coworkers, because I worked in a multinational unit, came with us, the Americans, and were turned away. The what? American di- the American dining facility. Keep in mind, this is Thanksgiving with the spirit of uh, friendship, togetherness, and working to get through right. struggles. Uh, they told the Germans, like, no, you can't come until after uh, nine p.m. or something like that. You can't do Thanksgiving dinner until every American is eaten. And I was like, this betrays the meaning of the holiday so strongly. And I don't know who made that decision, but it was one of uh, one of those dumb decisions that you uh, that that you get while you're over there, essentially. So we all went back. We ate at the German one. And then later on, I was like, you know what? Screw that, man. I want to get my Thanksgiving meal. I'm going. Does anybody else want to go? Everybody else is like, no, we already ate. I didn't care. I wanted turkey. <laughs> so I went over there and I ended up sitting with the airmen. I saw the airmen from the air crew that were training the Afghan National Army on the MI-17s. I went down and sat with them and, and had a Thanksgiving meal over there, uh, which was good. I won't say it was great. It, it was good. I mean, it was as good as you would expect the Thanksgiving meal to be at a dining facility in Afghanistan. But, uh, you know, my, my, my biggest memory, though, was that kind of uh, irritation at the army. And I suppose what they were thinking was, well, what if we run out of the food? And then we right. have, you know, our, this is our holiday. We wasted all the turkey on you Germans. Dang it. But it's also, you know, that's what the holiday is about. It's about that teamwork and togetherness, you know, the pilgrims, as we talked about earlier. And and this wasn't like some fancy club. No, this right, was right. Thanksgiving dinner where I wanted to share it. And the, and, the, and the Germans had never had a Thanksgiving dinner before. They were really excited. Do your German be, impression. Why, Phil? <laughs> why would they not let us have the turkey? I wanted to have the turkey and the stuffing and the mashed potatoes. And you made it all sound so good. But then they said No. Nine! 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 You can't come in here. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. I thought they would say, Welcome in, which means, you know, welcome in German. Instead, they said, Can't come in. And I didn't think that was what I would hear on Thanksgiving. I'm not thankful for the way we've treated Phil. Are they still mad about World War II? I mean, oh, God. (laughs) That's that's a touchy subject for the the Germans, so that, that wouldn't come up. What I learned that time was Thanksgiving's more about who you're around. It's not about the turkey or the, the stuffing or the mashed potatoes. We we ended up going to the German dining facility and eating pork like we did every single day over oh, there yeah. with our German friends. And uh, I was thankful for their friendship and for uh, you know them watching my back and all that good stuff. Oh. All right, uh, good times, man. I am thankful for you, pal. And uh, it's been a fun fall, dude. Let's uh, let's keep doing this here on this podcast. I don't know if I'd use the word thankful for you, but I'm uh, th- there's there's another word that's similar. I don't know, whatever that word is. I will go with thankful. I'm thankful for you too, bird dog, jerk. All right, now that we've covered Thanksgiving history and some military themed memories of the holidays. Let's look ahead and see what else we can talk about that's Thanksgiving related. 
If it's a, a presidentially pardoned turkey, I mean, that's kind of special. I mean, how do you even make money off that? Like, do you, somebody just got to feed these damn birds and they just walk around and... I mean, Congress probably has a special fund just for presidentially pardoned turkeys. Welcome to Vet Story Thanksgiving edition. Sitting here with our VA reporter, Jonathan Copanger. Hey. Good to see you, man. Nice to see you. Happy Thanksgiving. Right. I I, I want you to have a happy day regardless, but, uh, you know, here's Grateful to, Thanksgiving maybe might be better. Here's, here's to having a grateful Thanksgiving. <laughs> I am grateful for the article that you recently published uh, that is more than just your traditional holiday piece. It's yes. more than just, uh, you know, Thanksgiving trivia. It's actually a useful game for everyone for, for the Thanksgiving holiday. Talk to me about how that works. Okay. So um, normally I'm the chef for Thanksgiving. I, I take a week off of work. Um, I do everything from scratch. Oh. I don't want anybody near me while I'm cooking. And then once everything's done, then, then I could breathe. But I haven't done that for a few years. I just needed to take some time off. Um, so right. it, I'm, I feel useless. So what I've done is I've, I've come up with it's just 10 questions right. at trivia. And um, it, there's a point to it. Whoever gets the least amount of answers on Thanksgiving Day has to do the cleanup. So the way this goes, and, and we'll, you do, we'll test it out with you, test your Thanksgiving knowledge, but the way this goes, you get one answer for every correct answer, or one point for every correct answer. Right. But if you get one wrong, you get a point taken away. I have extra credit in here as well, so you get two points for every extra credit when you get right, but two points taken away if you get it wrong. You have a pen? You're going you're gonna to keep track of this? I suppose I could. All right, you, sh- you um, probably should. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and this is... To help also, like the host who goes to all the effort, exactly. who goes through all the labor to make sure everybody has a great feast. This is kind of to put you in good standing with them too. So Absolutely. if you're like the bachelor guy, or you know the boyfriend of the girl, the guy comes over for dinner, you know, and all yeah. you brought was a bottle of damn wine. Uh, you could like quickly ingratiate yourself to yeah. the family or the host. And I have to do that this year because my husband is actually going to be out of town. So it's just going to be me showing up without my husband to my husband's family. Oh, wow. The good thing they like me. And I probably too need to use this because it's just going to be me showing up to my own family. And yeah. oftentimes that's just bad news because, you know, I... I'll give you the answer sheet too. I've been the drunk uncle at many a you holiday gathering. if you want. <laughs> I can cheat. They, they would expect nothing less, believe me. All right, let's go. Uh, Thanksgiving trivia to determine who does the damn dishes. Right. Okay, so um, here we go. Number one, a baby turkey is called a poult, like poultry, okay? A female turkey is called a hen. Uh, what do you call a male turkey, and how did that name originate? What do I call a male turkey? Mm-hmm. And how did that name come about? A male turkey is called... You know this one. Everybody knows this one. A co- uh, no. A Tom. <laughs> so, a Tom. and we'll leave, there, there, we'll leave that, we'll leave that on the floor. It, it just fell dead on there. No, there is a bird, right? Isn't a male rooster, isn't that what a male chicken's known I as? I think a male Cock-a-doodle chicken doodle? is called a rooster. There's no such thing as a male chicken. I think they're female chickens. I don't know. Maybe it's their hens. See, you're talking to the wrong person. I'm a city boy. I know cockroaches and rats. About that. Okay, so number so the answer to this. Again, we digress. It's a tom. A male turkey's a tom. Correct. It's a tom. Okay. And the, the, the name came about because Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the, the official U.S. bird. We all know this. So what he did, because um, Thomas Jefferson said, no, we're going to do the bald eagle, uh, um, Franklin started calling turkeys toms in retribution to Thomas Jefferson. Every time we call a turkey a tom, we're making fun of Thomas Jefferson. Uh, Benjamin Franklin's up there going, yeah, it's still working. Isn't that great? Our forefathers busting balls from day one. From day one. All right.
Number two, uh, the first presidential pardon of a turkey was in 1947 by President Truman. After that, the pardon turkey goes to um, Herndon, Virginia, to live out the rest of its days in this really unfortunately named park. It's called our farm. It's called um, Frying Pan Park. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 I just heard that on the news the other night. Except in 2009, where did the turkey go after its presidential pardon? 2009. So we're talking... Obama was president. Yeah. His first term would have been shortly thereafter being elected. He went to Obama's from Hawaii. I'm going to say, did he go to Hawaii? No. Um, he went to Disneyland. <laughs> he went to Disneyland. <laughs> his name was Courage, and he went to Disneyland to be the Grand Marshal of the parade. Of course, that's what you do. Now, uh, we do have extra credit on this one. Why are two turkeys pardoned? Well, I mean... Because if they were the only two surviving turkeys, you need to make more turkeys. So they pardon a guy and a girl, right? No, so, they do both males. They're both males. They're both males. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I have no it's idea. It's just like in Miss America. Should the winner not be able to fulfill her duty, you need a runner-up. <laughs> so should the pardoned turkey not be able to fulfill its duty, you have to have a runner-up. I found that very strange. That is... Uh, yeah. And there are so many duties to fulfill as the pardoned turkey, which... When I mentioned, I heard this on the news the other day, coming into work, I, he I heard a news story about this ranch uh -huh. down in Virginia where they go. So we can't, these turkeys never get eaten. They no. just go to this ranch they where they the ranch. live protected. And you can, and you can go visit them. Yeah. And there's been two a year since Truman was president. I think so, it stopped for a while. I think it, 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 they didn't do it for a while. I, I, I found weird things on this. Sometimes you will find reports that say that Truman was the first one. Sometimes you find reports that um, Bush Senior Bush Senior was the oh. first one. But I, there's pictures of Eisenhower doing it as well, okay. pardoning the turkey. So I'm going by Truman being the first one. But regardless, there have been decades now of turkeys being yeah. saved, sent to this ranch. I don't know the lifespan of a turkey, but aren't there like a, a whole lot of turkeys at this I think place so. that no one can kill and eat? Yeah, what, absolutely. What purpose do turkeys serve walking around a ranch just being... If it's a, a presidentially pardoned turkey, I mean, that's kind of special. But then now they just got old birds that the guy, birds, I mean, I how do you even make money off that? Like, do you, somebody just got to feed these damn birds and they just walk <laughs> around and I mean. Congress probably has a special fund just for presidentially pardoned turkeys. I would not be surprised <laughs> if yeah. you don't pay hundreds of thousands of dollars every year to feed these darn turkeys. Uh, okay, yeah, right. Okay. Now, okay. you did mention turkey duty, the duty of uh, partying the turkey or turkey duty. And I do have a question about turkey duty. Okay. Um, although I just gave it away. I should have done that. Anyway, here we go. Um, <laughs> mature turkeys have over 3,500 feathers. That's a lot of feathers. Right. Only male turkeys actually make a gobble gobble sound. And they only do that when they're getting ready to go to sleep. All right. If you can't see the turkeys. Right. And you can't hear them. How do you tell the difference between their sex? I can't see, see a turkey. You can't see them and you can't hear them. How do you tell the difference? And I gave you a clue on this one. I, I don't, I mean, I guess, I don't know, Senator Al Franken style <laughs> with my hands. Do I just, you know, I'm kind of giving the old reach no. under and. It's so simple. Male turkeys, when they poop, it's kind of swirly. It's like a soft serve swirl. Right. Female turkeys, when they poop, it's a, it's a J. <laughs> that is. So now you know how to tell. If you're walking along and you see J poop, you know female turkeys have been around. If it's a little spirally poop, it's male turkeys. 
But if I just got one turkey and I'm trying to determine its sex and I I, I, wait I can't poops. see it and I can't hear it. Give it some food. I got to just wait till the Two thing takes a crap. Yep. 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 Okay. <laughs> Here's one. And this one I found really, really kind of cool. What does Mary and her little lamb have to do with Thanksgiving? Okay, well, let's think here. Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary, (laughs) its sheep was white as snow. Everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. You've got uh, the right Mary and the right lamb, but you're way, way off. I don't the know. They, they, there's really no date-specific portion of that song, as I have recalled. Right. So um, what do they have to do with uh, Thanksgiving? So, Thanksgiving? So what do they have to do with turkeys? Yeah, Thanksgiving was celebrated for you know years and years, but it was President Lincoln who issued the proclamation making it a national holiday. Um, writer and editor, editor Sarah Josia Hale is credited for convincing the president to make Thanksgiving a holiday. She's most famous, however, for writing the children's poem, Mary's Lamb. But we know it as Mary Had a Little Lamb. So she's the one. It took her three decades. She was writing people. She was nagging them left and right to make Thanksgiving a national holiday. And in fact, a lot of the states that that did it as a holiday did it because of her. She's really the driving force of making Thanksgiving the day that it is today. And also known for her hit song. Mary had, well, it was just a poem at the time. Her hit poem. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. First of all, damn your game so far. You're not getting any points, are you? I got zero. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm about ready to put You're one of the gloves dishes, on yeah. because I think I'm going to be doing some dishes here. I'm, I'm one glove away from standing at the sink for four hours. Okay. So, um, we all know that Thanksgiving is celebrated on the third Thursday, or fourth Thursday in November, except for two years. Okay. Two years, it was bumped up to the third. Um, what am I, what's my question here? I got to make sure I get this question, not give away the answer. Here. Wait, say, okay, just okay. Re, recap I'm read that, the question. No, 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 say that last part again. All right. Uh, it got bumped up. Okay, Wait, for say, two years, Thanksgiving was celebrated on the third Thursday in November. What were the years we had Thanksgiving early? It got bumped up to the second Thursday. The third. In these two years. Third Thursday. So it was a week earlier. Right. In two years. There's extra credit on this. Not all states move Thanksgiving up a week. How many states refuse to? Right, so well, the first years, part of the first question is, what years did Thanksgiving move up to mm-hmm. the second Thursday of the month? The third. Third Thursday. Of the yeah. Month. Okay. What years did Thanksgiving get moved up early? And I will say 19... Uh, Maybe something to do with World War II. You're um, so good. 1940s. But it had nothing to do with World War II. It had to do with the Depression. It probably it had trying- to do with like a children's freaking poem <laughs> right? or something. Right? No. Okay. It was because of the Depression. Right. And um, they wanted to extend the, the holiday shopping. And so in 1939 and 1940, it was bumped up a week. Um, people didn't like it. In fact, only 16 states uh no, 16 states refused to do the change. So in 1939 going into 19, wait, yep, 1939. 1939 and 1940, it was pushed up a week earlier and then it moved back. And in 1942, they actually, Congress actually passed a law and said it has to be the fourth. So it was coming out of the depression yep. and they wanted to, they extend, wanted to the extend holiday shopping season. I don't get it. Why would having an extra week help people that didn't have any money? Like everyone was po back then. Well, yeah, but you, I mean, you still could spend money. You just couldn't spend as much. And so if you, if you drag out the holiday shopping, then it's going to give you more time to spend the money, the little money that you have. Huh? 
It you know what I do know about the 1930s and 40s and like the Depression era? Yeah. Turkey tradition. What? Is that we used to eat the turkey's butt. Well, not really the butt. There's a part of the rump uh-huh. where the feathers go in. Okay. And it's really this fatty kind of <laughs> skin flap, so to speak, that that's where the feathers, the plumage would would uh-huh. you know, come from. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 where they would all be anchored yeah. to the turkey's body. Well, we don't really eat this flap anymore. Yeah. But it is there, back a delicacy. The day, there was a lot of stuff that was And that. they Ugh. used to eat it back in the day, Dude. right? So so as the turkey would cook, this thing would like not really fry up, but because it's so fatty, it would just, you know, kind of cook and crisp up and and almost to the consistency of like a pork rind. And it's a delicacy and it's called the Pope's nose. No, thank you. Or uh, colloquialism to describe that piece is the Pope's nose. And now I'm going to change the subject to a different Thanksgiving thing, not turkey. <laughs> Do I get extra points for that? For knowing what I will turkey give you butt the, you is? You get one point because that's all you've gotten. No, so excuse far. me, turkey tail. Turkey that's what tail. it's called. Turkey oh, tail makes more sense, and turkey it sounds tail. a little bit better than turkey butt. I'm going to eat turkey butt tonight. No. <laughs> all right. More than 770 million pounds of cranberries are consumed on Thanksgiving. If you strung all the cranberries produced in North America, and this was just in 2007, took all those cranberries, you could stretch it from Boston to LA 600 times. So that's a lot of cranberries. Whoa. How do you tell if a cranberry is ready? If it's ready to pick, how do you tell that? Um, well, I suppose color. I mean, it has to be a certain red because like most things, right? right? It goes through some kind of growth cycle and like pumpkins begin green and then they get, you know, lighter and lighter and then eventually turn to the orange and that, you know, mm-hmm. then, you know, it's yeah. ripe. So um, I'm going to say color. Nope. You bounce it. If it bounces more than four inches, then it's ready. <laughs> you bounce cranberries. You're li- you mean to tell me out there in a cranberry bog, <laughs> they're ba- how are they bouncing it? Don't they well, grow they, in water? No, no, they, 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 that's a fallacy. They, you think that because sometimes they'll flood the bogs because that's how they could tell if they're ready to pick two because they'll float. So that's a lot of times you'll see it there if they're flooded. Oh, in the box, okay. But, but you bounce it. Now, I do have extra credit on this. But you mean to tell me when the bog isn't flooded you and it's just it? dirt, dirt, and the farmer's out there walking around his cranberry field, he's bouncing cranberries yeah. off the ground? I haven't tried it, but I'm going to. I'm going to get some nice fresh cranberries and I'm going to bounce it when I at my mother-in-law's house and see if they bounce. And if they do, then I'm going to get my nephews to start bouncing cranberries all over the place. And it's got to go four inches. At least four inches. Okay, extra credit <laughs> on this one. The cranberry is one of only three fruits that are native to North America. What are the other two native fruits? And if you say me, I'm going to smack you upside the head. <laughs> you just stole my joke. <laughs> okay. Um, fruits native to, to North, North America. America. I'm going to say, let me see. What else is um, cranberry? We've got Florida, Arizona, Southern California. Um, the orange? Nope. Damn. Um, I think those came from Spain, maybe. Let me see. You'll never get it. it Watermelon. It, it, nope. It threw me. It completely threw me. No, I, I, no I, I, so I still got more guesses. Um, I got zero <laughs> points. You're, you're you got points let me taken get away point. by every bad, every wrong guess. Did, did, no, did, no, erroneous. You did not say that I in did. the initial rules. I did say that in the rules. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm playing new revised edition. Uh, God bless. You're never going to uh, get oh, it. Oh, apple. Johnny nope. Appleseed. Nope. Nope. What is more American than an apple? Grapes and blueberries. Really? Those are the only other two. Yeah, cranberries, and you say indigenous grapes, to North America. North America. Fruit. 
indigenous to our North America. Yes. North America, not like not, Mexico, not Mexico or I think just Canada. North America. Well, Canada is North America. Well, so is Mexico. Mm, Central. <laughs> I failed this quiz right. and geography. Um, we'll just move on to the next one. Blueberry. No, same again, though. Yeah, it's blueberries and grapes. And grapes and cranberries. And cranberries. And there's the only three indigenous to North America. North America. And then everything else was, was brought, brought over yeah. here. Isn't that crazy? Isn't and yet it? we crank out so much orange juice. I know. So much citrus fruit. Uh, you know, yeah. we got pineapples growing. Everything. We uh strawberries for crying out loud is like the entire commerce of central California, right? I we mean, should be thankful that we live in North America this Thanksgiving because we can grow all these things. How'd you like that as a little Thanksgiving thing? Aw. <laughs> all right. In 2007, Americans ate 690 tons of turkey during Thanksgiving. That's equal to the weight of the entire population of what island nation? This threw me. I could not believe this. We ate 690 tons of turkey, and that's equal to the entire populate uh, the weight of the entire population of what island nation? So what island nation's inhabitants would only weigh 690 tons collectively? We're talking small island. We're talking, and this is globally, right? I can like, yeah. I mean, I have the whole world to yeah. pick from here. Okay. Um, how many people live in the island of... Fiji. Uh, nope, even smaller. Bora Bora. Nope. No. It's going to be larger. Um, you need to think larger than that. Really? Yeah. It's Singapore. Si so every Thanksgiving, basically, we eat. The United States of America eats the entire population of Singapore. <laughs> uh, we're That's so why we're so fat. Hungry. <laughs> West American hungry. <laughs> And on that same note, this is for extra credit. That's great. What's the average per person amount of fat that you eat on Thanksgiving? This is so vile. The amount of average of fat a yep. person consumes on Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, can I get a hint? Is it it's like grams or three pounds? to four times the amount of fat you should eat in a day? You should probably only eat a couple grams of fat in a day. So I guess I'll say... 10 grams? 229 grams of fat on average per Thanksgiving meal. Oh, yeah. What am I saying? 10 grams. There's like 10 grams of fat I ate in my like in my snack coffee. last night for um, <laughs> Halloween right. candy. Um, it's 200 and what grams? 229 grams of fat per person. 229 grams of fat. And then, okay, so then you got to also figure part of the population's vegan, part of the population like, <laughs> right. you know- doesn't even that, like, like fatty my, my husband's a vegetarian, but he eats a lot of fat in that'll come in butter and things like that in in the rutabagas and the mashed potatoes and things like that. So just because he doesn't eat the turkey right. or the meat, he does get his fat other places because it's that's all it is. Thanksgiving is just food that you normally would not eat. Yeah, no, right? Like bread stuffed inside of a mm. bird, covered bread stuffed in, in bread, stuffed in bread, covered in bread, covered in a Absolutely. fatty gelatinous gravy, <laughs> like two hundred ninety-two mm. grams of fat. I think we'd be better off eating the island nation of Singapore every <laughs> so. year. They'd probably be lower in fat, you know. <laughs> Their diet's better than ours. <laughs> what are you eating? I'm eating Young Duck Kim. This guy, he was skinny. Let me yeah. tell you, I'm going to need his brother too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in 1953. The TV dinner was born when a Swanson employee overordered turkey and was left with 260 tons of frozen birds. That's a lot. Yeah. 
How many refrigerated railroad, railroad cars does it take to hold 260 tons of turkey? In TV dinner form or just like in general? Turkey. Like to, just 260 tons of turkey. Yep. How many railroad cars would that take? Yep. Um, does a railroad car hold more than one ton? So two tons? So 260? Yes. I'm going to say maybe if they're two-ton railroad cars, then uh, 130 railroad cars. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> <laughs> but there is extra credit on this one, but you'll never get it. All right. We're super fat, but boy, are we efficient at transportation. Right? We can cram that much. <laughs> we can move food. We can move us some food, man. <laughs> All right. So extra credit. And there's two questions here for this extra credit. The first TV dinner was turkey, cornbread, cornbread dressing, uh, gravy, peas, and sweet potatoes, both topped with little pats of butter. Mm, butter. How many of the first TV dinners were made and what did they cost? And, and let me give you a clue you on You mean this. the first production the first, run? Like this, how many no, 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 did no. they produce? The first mistake. Now, the first mistake was this first year with uh, the 260 tons of extra turkey. Okay. The next year, Swanson did real TV dinners and they sold 10 million. So the first year is going to be lower than that. I'll give you that much of a clue. Okay. So it went from this number to 10 million. It's introductory year, so to speak. Yes. The mistake year. And if you've ever had a TV dinner, it does feel like a mistake sometimes. <laughs> you know? like you're done. I mean, it was good, but boy, it was not good for you. Um, how many were in its introductory year? Yeah. I guess they sold, you said 10 million were year two? Yep. So it took the nation by storm. There had to be at least enough people to talk and create the buzz to sell 10 million in yeah. its second year. It had to be a popular item. I would suspect then it's initial year it did 1.5 million nope 5,000 it went from, from 5, only 5,000 people purchasing these aluminum foil 10 million wrapped dinners to 10 million what was In the how did they go from 5,000 to 10 million because we're lazy Americans we like to eat <laughs> we want to we're, we're done eating Singapore we need to eat something else so <laughs> this is easy and it cost 98 cents. The first one cost 98 cents. So each. what did they like increase their advertising budget by like a gajillion percent? Because it to go just, from 5,000 in sales, think about it. You yeah. could sell 5,000 products in the United States and I still wouldn't even know what that product is. Yeah. But this, it was such a, and it, it, I mean, it changed everything. It just made it so much easier. The TV was just starting to really break in at that, this point. Because we're talking uh, to uh, 53. And so 54 is when they did the um, the 10 million. So TV was really starting to to break in. So everybody wanted to sit there and it, it was after the war. Things were a little bit easier. Let's okay. this was kind of like a, a high class thing. Now we look at it as like ugh, TV dinner. Yeah. Right. right. But, but at the time it was considered a great meal. Like yeah. people would think they were being a responsible parent by yeah. feeding the <laughs> right. family this for dinner. <laughs> Do you actually remember having the, the metal ones where you peeled the metal off the top? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, it's so un, unfulfilling now with a little 80s. plastic thing. Oh, I remember earlier than that. Because you're old. I'm man. old. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, um, turkeys are 70% white meat and 30% dark meat. Two-thirds of Americans prefer white to dark meat. But what percentage of Americans actually eat turkey on Thanksgiving? Wow, complex question. I think that's why I'm, I think that's why I'm at a fat zero so far for you're, the score. Say the question again. You're at a negative So score. you said. I know. I, well, I did this on purpose to kind of throw people off. Turkeys are 70% white meat and 30% dark meat. Right. Two-thirds of Americans prefer white to dark meat. 
I am not one of Two thirds of Americans like white meat more yeah. than dark meat. Uh, but what percentage of Americans actually eat turkey on Thanksgiving? What percentage of Americans eat turkey on Thanksgiving? I, I don't think you can be American if you don't eat the turkey on Thanksgiving. You, <laughs> it's I'm going to go. That's got to be like in the 80s, 80, 87 percent of Americans. You're so close. I'm going to give you this one. It's 88 percent. Oh, my God. So you have a point. Don't random guess. <laughs> yeah, because if you're not eating the turkey. You know, I don't know. Who, I mean, who's having sushi on Thanksgiving? That, that's not that's right. That's the odd question. What do you have? If you don't have turkey, what do you have? I mean, ham, I'll give you an exception because it's also an American yeah. delicacy yeah. in my eyes. But um, <laughs> yeah. And then you said, what is it? The percentage is 80% of the people like white meat? Well, no, it's 70% to 30% and two thirds of Americans like white meat. Two thirds of Americans like, like the white meat. Do you like white meat or dark meat? I'm dark I meat like white meat. My wife likes the dark meat. And There's more fat in it. Yeah, so she better. loves the dark mm, meat, yeah. which brings me to my joke. I'm really surprised she married me. Hey, oh. <laughs> says the white guy over here. Here's in the some extra credit for that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, on average, how many turkeys are cooked each year? On average, how many turkeys get cooked every year? Wow. Um, well, again, we eat enough to equal the population of Singapore, 600 <laughs> and some tons, and the birds anywhere from 30 to 20 to 30 pounds. Uh-huh. My pound to ton conversion calculator is <laughs> I not would have been so impressed if you were able to do this. In the room. Christ. Um, it's kind of a trick answer. I'm going to say it's got to be. How many families? It's in the millions, right? We're yeah. talking. We've got a 270 some million people in this country. A uh, hundred million turkeys. 68 million turkeys are cooked each year. I, was, I wasn't that far 46 off. 46 million for Thanksgiving and another 22 million for Christmas. Wow. Give or take one or two throughout the year, too. That, yeah, right. I mean, you know, somebody's got to make those slices and sandwiches all year long that we eat. Yeah. Um, real, 68 million birds yeah. a year. That's a lot. Singapore. <laughs> num, num. And I'm here, coming for you, Bangkok. Here's the last, the last question. Not even in Singapore, was it? Bangkok's not even in Singapore, is it? No, no. Uh, Bangkok. I'm uh, thinking of the song. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Thailand. Thailand. Okay. Uh, my mother-in-law makes the absolute best pumpkin pies ever. At the first Thanksgiving in 1621, the pilgrims didn't serve pumpkin pie. How did they serve pumpkins? And there is an extra credit on this one too. Um, pilgrims did not make. That's I, I'm. <sighs> My mind's blown that pilgrims didn't have pumpkin pie. I thought that was the most <laughs> legit thing on the table next to the turkey. Um, it, they while you're thinking of this, in my research, there is there was an oven back in 1621. They did have an oven that they would make. I forget how to describe it. It was just this weird kind of oven. It cost $3, which was more than a week's salary. So nobody really baked anything. Whoa. Because you really couldn't afford the, the oven. That yet they would cook over fires. Yeah. I'm assuming they had some. Say they obviously heated their yep. food. They yep. had to have some way to cook the meat. It. They did, wasn't in a. Yeah. It wasn't in a con, um, an enclosed thing like an oven. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't make pie. They made a smoothie. No, <laughs> that's close though. <laughs> they made I made some kind of porridge, some sort of pumpkin soup. You're so close. Stew. They stewed their pumpkins. Ugh. And so we'd sit around with bowls of, of pumpkin warm stew. pumpkins. That sounds gross, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> really? The extra credit on this. 
how many pumpkin pies does my mother-in-law make each Thanksgiving? And I know this is really- Is this like anyone's family's mother-in-law? No, or is this, this is specific mine. to this, your this mother? This is mine. <laughs> now, and because of the answer on this one. I mean, and and, I, and this is this is you know and she if she's listening I, I love you Joanne but it doesn't matter how many she makes as long as she makes the one that's special just for me that I get to take home I don't care how many she makes as long as I have that one to take she home. makes you an individual she makes me pie? an individual one a full size pie or just a like a full little size one? one I have a wonderful mother in law that's really yeah my mother in law doesn't <laughs> so 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 Joanne up, we, how many pies <laughs> does Joanne make pumpkin pies does Joanne make every year she this usually most, makes about four three to four. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. And they're so good. They're absolutely so good. But I don't care. Because For people always... playing this game around the country, can we just, can you substitute the, like another mother-in-law try, for this? But, it, like... but it's more important that, that they talk about my mother-in-law because she's the best. <laughs> and she is making the pumpkin pies for me even as we talk. <laughs> so everybody needs to just say how good Joanne's pumpkin pies are. Uh, <laughs> your mom, she's got good pies. <laughs> That's no. it. And, and the name of this, if people are looking for it, the title of this is Twisted Turkey Trivia to Test Thanksgiving Thoughts. Twisted Turkey, turkey trivia, trivia to, to Test, test Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving thoughts. thoughts. And that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven T's. That's, you don't get a point for counting that up. That's T to the seventh right there. That's the T7 <laughs> quiz, yo. I like it. Jonathan Copanger, the... <laughs> And just so everybody knows, Phil is available to do everybody's dishes for Thanksgiving because he had such a horrible score. I know. This totally sucks. This is the worst game ever. I am now officially doing dishes. I This is the reason why I bring booze to Thanksgiving dinners <laughs> so that I can get everybody liquored up. And I'll even make the, like, the specialty cocktails yeah. so that I know everyone's going to forget and get so hammered. Yeah. They're going to forget to assign me an actual <laughs> duty. So that's my way out of this. Uh, have yourself a happy Thanksgiving. You too. Enjoy eating your weight in <laughs> Singapore. I will. <laughs> your mom, she's got good pies. <laughs> <laughs>